This is Stew and Alpard, the Stew and Alpard. Take off your clothes and show us your butt. The Stew and Alpard, the Stew and Alpard. Listen to us before you meet your God. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of the Stew and Alpard with him, Stu. And him, Al. Oh, you are. Away from your face. There you go. Your, there you go. your webcam's not very good, Al. Is it not? No, you look, it's all grainy. And... Oh, grainy. You need an upgrade. Oh, you do to a new face. <laughs> oh, you do to a new everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, still, how are you doing, mate? You all right? Easy, mate. You all right, yeah? Yeah, all right, innit? <laughs> you right, you right, bro. You all right? You did get me go. Oh, should we go drinking in Nottingham again soon? Yeah, I can do. It's been a while, isn't it? It's been a while. Last time we did this, I... Uh... Al accidentally spilled a pint down his trousers and we had to leave uh, early. Well, actually, I think when we recorded the episode, we spoke about the fact that you'd spilt the pint on your trousers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, speaking of being a pillock, uh, uh, Vladimir Putin's been a bit of a knob recently, hasn't he? Yeah. Is he? Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, he has, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he has. He's silly. Yeah, there you are. Uh, but good, good news, though, Al. Good news is he announced that he will be resigning soon as president due to health reasons. Uh, he did. He put in his two-month notice this morning, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So apparently it's um, something to do with his stomach or something. Yeah. He's having stomach issues. He was finally relieved of his constipation the other day. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he was heard saying, "Finally, I'm Vladimir Putin." Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently he's been uh, holding talks with joe biden as well how was he you know that guy joe biden yeah. president yeah. of costa rica uh president of america even uh but they're going to form one country together now the working title for the project is the united states of soviet russia or ussr for short oh very clever very good and I learned it the hard way this week, Albert. Never accept uh, tea offered by the Russian president. You don't know what Vladimir Putin is. Good, yeah. Vladimir Brilliant. Putin. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And, uh, and he's a cunt. That's it. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah. Well, I, hopefully he's not listening. Um, I don't care. I'm not scared of him. Come and have a go. Just like Ozzy Dan said on Twitter, he offered him out. He did, didn't he? I'm going to put it forward and I'm going to offer him out now as well. Okay. Excellent. Well, Stu, you may remember there at the start of the song, at the start of the episode, I sang a new theme song for us. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Well, luckily you've said that because I've got three more people who have offered to sing a new theme song for us. So would you like to listen to them? Oh, yes. If there's anything better than that mess at the yeah. start, then yeah. Well, these are three people that we know of. The first one, Stu, is the robot from the future. He'd like to sing. Oh, his, he's back. His, yeah. He's back. Ready? Yeah. It's the Stew and Alpard, the Stew and Alpard. Two humanoids that will be swiftly disposed of. Come the robot apocalypse, Stew and Al. So that's quite a good one, isn't it? I feel like I wish I did this now, like on the voice. So I've got my back to you. And if I like it, I turn around. But it's too late now. (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't have turned around there. This one is um, from your favorite Stew, Uncle Dorogay. Oh, yeah, good. It's the Stu and Alan Uncle Dora Gay podcast. No, 
Send us your bicycle seats and used underwear, and I'll sniff them on air. Stuart L and Uncle Dorigay, getting someone to touch my winkle. Here we go. Yes. So there you go. That's a nice one, isn't it? He needs to be locked up, doesn't he? <laughs> and finally, Stu, here's one from um, everyone's saucy pop star, Jackie D. Oh, your favourite. <clears throat> it's a Stu and Al pod. They're a couple of knobs with a shit show and they talk a load of fucking bollocks and they're cunts. See you later, Jackie D. So, Stu, which one would you want to go with for our new theme soon? Uh, Jackie D. Excellent. I thought you might do. <clears throat> a bit, bit saucy, wasn't it? I like the theme tune. It had a lot to offer. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Right. She looks like a pop star. She sounds like a pop star. She's the real deal. She is a pop star. Just, you've got the likable factor. So you have. I'm a fan. I've been seeing it all week. What do you reckon? Oh, no, I no, love. Right I don't now. think you've got it. Right. Well, that was the intro. Now let's head in to top three. Top three. Each episode, me and Al receive a subject and we'll tell you our top three things about that subject as well so well if i was to say for you uh top three lotions oh what would you go for oh oil of oil of ule um i thought it was oil of ole oh yeah so it used to be oil of ule didn't it yeah and they it changed did, it. it no uh, Stu, i'm going for the classic oil of ule okay um lotions uh it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. And lo- <laughs> lotion in the ocean. Good. I would have gone for um, Pacific, Billy, and Frank. Very good. My top three oceans. <clears throat> Bad lotions. Yeah. Oh, I see what I've gone wrong there. Yeah. Uh, so this week, how was your choice? You chose for us top three sweets. Or candy to those on the left-hand side of the Atlantic. Oh, what the hell? Candy. You got some candy? You got some candy guy in your store? <laughs> what Whoa, what sort of candy do you have? <laughs> so, yeah, I chose top three sweets. Stu, how did you find it? Uh, buzzing, mate. Buzzing. Buzzing. All right, well, Stu, start us off with your top three. Your, your number three. Harry Bow Star Mix. What? Yep. Yeah, I like them. You got a, a nice variety there. Uh, you can have a king size bag or just the short, you know, those little ones for party bags as well. Oh, yeah. I had them at work the other day. And uh, yeah. Little eggs uh, in it and rings and hearts. Yeah. Polar bottles. Yep. That's right. All kinds of gummy treats. Got a few facts for you about the Haribo Star Mix now as well. Yep. Any idea how it originated? Uh, probably some sort of, uh, they were trying to make some sort of weapon. No, you're wrong. So it originated in 1675 in France, originally called Le Mix de Star. Oh, bonjour. Oui, ça va. <laughs> ça va bien, merci. Uh, the original lineup in the Haribo Star Mix was ring, egg, cola bottle, wine, and baguette. Oh, ooh la la, yeah. Mr. Frenchman. Oui, très bien. Oh, and if you open pal. the bag, if you open the bag upside down, they will all fall out. 
it, yeah, they probably would. Mm-hmm. So that's my number three. Excellent. That's all I have to say about that. For my number three, Stu, I'm going to go with the pink and blue fizzy cola bottles. Oh, mm. mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Not too uh, keen on that. You know, oh, I love these. They're, oh, they're just sour enough to be bloody lovely, they are. I really like them, Stu. For me, Stu, they're the best of the cola bottles. And anyone who doesn't agree can take a they can take a long walk off a short cliff. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so, Stu, I've got a few facts about um, pink and fizzy cola bottles. They originally uh, created in the jungles of um, Brazil, and they were an aphrodisiac um, that didn't seem to work. They also come in three sizes, small, medium, and massive. Um, I'm lying, of course. <laughs> I, um, there's lots of different makes of them, lots of different brands. Um, but I like the ones that you get in pick and mix from uh, Wilkinson's. Or Wilco's, as it's now called. Thinking they're cool. Yeah, but they'll never beat the Woolies pick and mix. I think it would. I, mean, I, I think people think that the Woolies pick and mix was amazing. It was it expensive was. and not that great. They were. And then the Odeon pick and mix was second. Again, over too expensive. Get down, get down, Wilco. You're doing it wrong. You take the giant snake out. Oh, said natural. Weigh it. <laughs> weigh it and then put it back in. Take it into your uh, chosen film. Fair enough. Okay. So that's my number three, Stu. Let's go with your number two. There's nothing in, There's nothing like gobbling on a giant snake while watching Spartacus. Your number two, please, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> for the strawberry laces out. Oh, strawberry laces. They're good, isn't they? They are They're good. good. They're good. Don't tie well, your one, shoes one of my favourite um, work snacks, the strawberry lace. Yeah. Do you, do you suck it up like spaghetti or just pop it in your mouth? Is that an actress to a bishop? Eve Rorel. Yeah. Depends, yeah. doesn't it? Depends yeah, if we've got entry or not. Up to you, mate. A few facts about strawberry lace out. Yep. A few facts. Originated in Gothenburg in 1878. First used as actual laces for IFK Gothenburg, the local team. Oh. Um, that will change, though, due to, um, to normal laces after the, uh, the kit man kept eating the strawberry oh, ones. Silly sausages. Yeah. Uh, record size for one strawberry lace was six miles, and that was found in a pack in Rill in 1978. Of course. It was as long as the beach. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was quite a stir. Uh, and in fact, Real, if you open the bag from upside down, they will all fall out. Okay, good, good fact. Excellent, thank you. <laughs> Same as the one before. I like it. Mm. So, my number two, I'm going to go with blue raspberry pencils. Ooh, I don't lovely. know what they are. So, they are. Um, they're like uh, about the size of a pencil. They're blue, and they've got a white bit of something in them. I don't know what it is. So it's a bit like your uh, first one, then. Oh, blue, weren't it? Yeah, that was blue and all. Blue, blue and... I like blue. You like a bit of blue. Foot down. Do you remember? Do you remember blue raspberry pencils? Um, so blue raspberry pencils, they, you, they, a lot of different companies make them. Haribo make them as well. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. A few facts, Stu. Um, in 1978, the blue raspberry pencils were used, uh, were commonly used in schools instead of the HB pencil that we're used to. Um, but that was quickly taken out four years later when they realised that they couldn't write with the blue strawberry. Uh, yeah, blue that's raspberry the same pencil. year they found that giant strawberry lace in Rill as well. Yeah, it's very interesting. That, isn't it? A good um, year for sweets. If you attach 
an infinity amount together, it would reach as far as the um, universe stretches. So Impressive. that's good, isn't it? Cheers. So I think NASA might be getting onto that next year. Mm. Yeah. So you two facts me. you gave me there. No? Oh, you want another fact? Yeah. Um, you can insert them into your anus, um, and when you pull them out, they don't taste quite as nice. I'll fill it. Ah, don't do that one. I've heard that if you open the bag from upside down, though. No, they, they actually fall upwards. Oh, they fall up? No. Yeah. Oh, because, of course, they're um, raspberry. So that, yeah, they yeah and they're that. full of helium. Yeah, that's right. Um, I number one, I've gone for Starburst. Or if you're going for the OG title, Opal Fruits. Or the title before Apparently, that. They're, they're called Fruitfuls. Opal Fruits again, aren't they? Are they? No, no they're still true. called Starburst, I think. I don't believe you. Uh, yes, yeah, so I liked opal fruits when they had the yellow ones. Oh no, it's red all the way. And then they they changed the yellow to purple. Uh, they shouldn't have done that, I don't think. They should have kept yellow and the red and the green and the orange. That was the that was the ultimate pack. Yeah. Don't like the purple ones. They taste like mustard. I'm not Ugh. a fan. Uh, a few facts. Did, did you like Starburst, Al? I do like Starburst, yeah. I, I'm always a bit green. I'm always a bit annoyed, Stu, that I have to unwrap them to eat them. Yeah, that's a bit of a shame, isn't it? <clears throat> Unlike the fruit pastel. Oh, like oh that's fruit just like pastel. ready to go, isn't it? Yeah, ready to go. Ready to go, no messing around. You want a sweet? Here we are. Yeah, there you go. Don't there you go, Andre. Get yeah. your sweet down here. Yeah. Uh, but there's a few facts about uh, Starburst. Um, they were released in Japan originally in 1945, originally called Square Juice Delight Treats. <laughs> that was their original name. I can't see why that didn't stick, really. No, it's a mystery. The original fla flavours that came in that pack in Japan were fish, water, red, and fizzy. <laughs> yeah. Those the four flavours, quickly replaced. And the fact number three, Al, if you open the bag upside down, they will all fall out, however... They are in wrappers, so it won't be that bad this time. Yeah, you've not, you've not got to stick with a five-second rule. No. Excellent. Good choice. So, Stu, my number one, I'm going to go with Maynard Sports Mix. I'm not familiar. Oh, I love a sports mix, Stu. Um, it's my favourite sweet. It has been for many years now. Um, they only come in like the, the little bags that are about pound fifty or a pound if you can find them. I'll only get them if they're a pound store. I'm not paying more than a pound for a bag of sweets. You know, you I'm not, to, well. you I'm not Richard Branson. Um, no, no I mean. Yep. Yeah, so what they asked to do is they're a little bit like a harder wine gum, I suppose. Um, okay. And you get all the, they're all, they're different. <coughs> they're light, light wine gums are the same colors as wine gums, but they, um, they're all um, little um, tennis rackets or footballs or um, cricket bats or stuff like that. Um, they're really good still. I really like them. I could work my way through a bag just like that. I'll just click my fingers for their, just to let you know. Um, some facts about Maynard Sports Mix, too. The mm. um, hockey puck was taken out after it caused a riot in Portsmouth in 1969. I um, remember it well. Yeah, and then well. the, uh, the football was put in after a riot the very same year in Portsmouth. Um, as well, and also the ch name was changed from 
um, testicle mix to sports mix in the year probably. 2021. So that's why I've not heard of them. Yeah, you probably I didn't know they had changed their name to sports heard mix. About testicle mix. So. Ah, yeah, yeah, it makes more sense now because I've seen you eat a lot of testicle mix. Yes, but not sports. Yes, and it, but okay. now you'll see me eating sports mix as I've gone off testicle mix now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing the facts like this. We should, we should carry on with this from now on. Yeah, fake Very facts. more real facts. Oh, well, they are real facts, dude. Just hard, honest facts instead, yeah. like we've done today. Yeah. Go on, let's do what's this social media said. Social media is... Oh, wow, before we carry on, are you drinking this week, are you? You got uh, anything I've on got the go? a glass of water, Ooh. a Stella Artois cup, um, glass. Oh, you're sticking it to the man. Well done. Yeah. I've got a Canamaretti on the go. Oh, nice. Mm. Socials. Yes. Start with the king, Chris Comrath. All hail the king. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's gone for giant strawberries, yes. wine gums, and a strawberry bonbons. Oh, yes. I do like the strawberry bonbons. I like a wine gum. I think wine, gu- a wine gums sometimes get a, bit, a bad rep, but... They're a good sweet like I'll, I'll take a green one, but nothing more. Oh, no, it's always red. No, green. Red or dead is my uh, motto. Green what? is keen. That's my Oh, that's a good motto as well. Uh, Becky C, no relation to Jackie D. Yep. She's gone for drumstick lollies. Yeah. Classic fruit bonbons. Uh, and the blackjack slash fruit salad. She said no, thank that you. One. No. Don't like them. Honorable mention to Chewitz. New to the show, and she's already got an HM. I know. Bloody hell. Yeah. Chewitz, too. Chewitz are one of the hardest to unwrap sweets, I think. They yeah. are a pain in the arse. I went through a stage, too, where I used to just eat the paper because I could not be arsed. Uh, the blackjack fruit salad, I'm not having them either. I no, do not like them at all. Uh, Laura, another one new to the show. Gooden Tog. She's from Germany, you see. Oh, good and Harvey Gates, good danker. Jar, jar, jar. Uh, she's on for Fruit Polo, the yeah. Jolly Rancher, and the Tutti Fruity. Keep okay. it real there. <laughs> Tutti Fruity, oh, Rudy. Tutti Fruity. A one bomb, a lube up, a one bamboo. Nice. Uh, Keza G. <laughs> Go on now, Boo. Ooh. <laughs> um, so Merlin Myrtle has gone for the blackjack slash fruit salad for number one. No. I mean, speaks volumes when you're picking out number one, doesn't it? Yeah. Number two, the Palmer Violet. Oh, God. Uh, slightly redeemed herself with Starburst at the end, but by putting that number three and those two shit sweets ahead of them is uh, very that's, bad form. Yeah, that's awful. And she wonders why she gets stick. <laughs> I reports this week out that she broke your One Direction mug at work. Yep, that was a lie. <clears throat> ah, very good. Brendotron. Brendotron's gone for something. We'll allow this. He's gone for today's sweets and sweets of yesteryear. Okay, yep. Okay, so for the new ones, I've had none of these. Root beer Mike and Ike's. Yep. You don't, you I, like, I like a Mike and Ike. I no idea what they are. Uh, a banana Laffy Taffy. Might be a Scottish thing. I don't know. And the Grape Jolly Rancher. 
Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, Laffy, Taffy, new... Laffy Taffy's an American thing, isn't it? Laffy Taffy. Laffy I Taffy. I don't speak American, so I'm not sure. The old school, he's gone for the blackjack fruit salad combo. Yeah. Uh, Percy What's Pig wrong with the listeners? And beer bottles. Yeah, beer bottles were good. I, I don't see this blackjack fruit salad thing catching on. No. Maybe we can, if we do the live show, we can just throw them out to the crowd. Yeah, or we'll set them the on crowd fire. Of, <laughs> I say crowd, the five people that turn up watching. Kez <laughs> <laughs> uh, partner in crime, regular Gav. Now he gave a, he was a, it was a lot of moaning from him this week. Yeah, <clears throat> as usual. Uh, I'll do his, we'll do the social, and then we'll we'll speak out him to him in a minute. He's got a Scandinavian salt licorice, just to be different. Oh, just say wine gums. I know. <laughs> Iron brew bars. Uh, Keith Campbell didn't contribute this week, but I imagine he would have picked them three times. Yeah. And the jelly belly, not to be confused with the jelly baby. No. No. I don't mind a jelly belly. They're all right. I don't know what they are. They're like jelly beans, but they're diff- like loads of different flavors. No, I don't like jelly beans. No. Uh, my sister Katie, she's on for the Haribo Tang Plastics. Yep. As does Mini Mart Mushrooms. Yep. And the Crazy Sour Skittles. Yes, good choices. Good choices. Yeah. Finally, yeah. a listener who's talking, well, apart from Chris Conrath, he's really good as well. Yeah, that's without saying, doesn't it? It's always good. Yeah. And uh, last but definitely not least. Uh, Frankie got the wrong end of the stick this week uh, when I said top three sweets. A language barrier there. He went with a uh, settee. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me top three states. I was like, no, no, sorry, sweets as in candy. And then we, we were getting somewhere after that. No, I think he just put uh, like cakes and stuff down. That's like a sweet oh, yeah, treat. Of course, yeah. Uh, the, the Americans won't know if we go over there and we say, can we get some sweets, guy? They'll be like, sure, what cake would you like, man? Sure, you want a banafi pie? <laughs> How about some apple, apple straw <laughs> or some caramel? <laughs> How about a caramel apple? You want a caramel apple? <laughs> nah. Okay, how yeah. about those? How about those sweets, huh? <laughs> Sorry, Frank. <laughs> uh, he's gone for Skittles, Twizzlers, and the Weber's original butterscotch. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. Oh, actually, he wasn't last. My bad. Hayes on fire. She's gone for Percy pigs, squashies. I'm not too sure what they are, and the Haribo Star Mix. Oh, yeah, Squishies are nice, too. You'd like Squishies. I think they're made by Refreshers? I can't remember. I think so. No idea. I'm quite <laughs> behind on the old sweet front, aren't I? Yes. Hmm. Okay, so, yeah, so... that's it. Oh, that's all we've got. So, <clears> that was this top three. So, Stu, what is our next top three? Alex, I want uh, everyone's top three characters from the world of Batman. Oh, Batman. Are you including Batman in that? Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, on the next episode, we would like your top three Batman characters. If you'd like to get in contact, we are stewandourpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandourpod. So, that was top three. And now it's time for... to see you
90s corner. So each week, Stu and I bring something from the 90s each, but it's changed slightly, as you'll know. Well, it's been changed for a while. And we are going through the years of the 90s. Now we, we are. changed it, Al, yeah. Yeah, we changed it. We, we changed are, it, didn't we? We, we are on the year. It, yeah. Shut up. We are on the year 1993, and we are after your top single from 1993. Stu, go on, tell us. What's yours? I enjoyed this one. I was such a long list that we could have picked from. There's a lot of good songs from 1993. There were. I went for Bed of Roses by John Bon Jovi. The Bed of Roses, girl. Yeah. That's not no. correct. Uh, it's a great song. It's about a... He co-wrote the song with the uh, Bee Gees, actually. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's about a man who likes to make beds out of Cadbury's roses. Never ended well in the summer, as the bed would always melt. Yeah, it's true. Speaking of the Bee Gees, though, Al. Yeah. Bit of an ta- off-tangent thing here. But before becoming pop stars, uh, they used to be chefs, the Bee Gees. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell by the way they use their walk. Oh, very good, yeah. <clears throat> Excellent. And that reminds me, uh, I got woke up last night when I thought I could hear an onion in the fridge that was singing a lot of BG songs. Turned out when I opened the door, it was just the chives talking. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Good. A few facts about the song. Better Roses sold 40 billion singles worldwide and hit number one in 895 countries. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Including Wales. Oh, and they, yeah. bloody, they bloody ate. Bon Jovi, don't they, over there? Not anymore. Uh, John Bon Jovi once had swimwear freeze, so he made it, I swear. Oh, God. Made it out <laughs> Bon Jovi's bed is always messy because he doesn't think it matters if you make it or not. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my selection this week for 90s. Oh, low mine is uh, mine is Stu. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Yes, by yes, yes, yes. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince himself. So this what song, Stu, um, was released on the label yes. Jive. It is under the genre hardcore hip hop. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't. Um, and it only reached Stu number thirteen in the U.S. Billboard charts. Thirteen, um, yeah. Um, wow. But it was the first song played to Dolly the Sheep when she was cloned, and she actually made up a little dance for it that went viral, and um, she ended up on Britain's Got Talent. Um, of course, that last bit. I remember it well. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I would have never have known. But Stu, I like that song. Boom, shake the room. Possibly Dazzy, Dazzy, Dazzy Deaf, and the Fresh Prince is best song. Um, that was. Uh, did you know that the Fresh Prince Stu before it was uh, Will Smith? It was actually Prince, the singer. He was the Fresh Prince originally um, for the first seven albums, and then. Uh, and then when Will Smith came along, he was a fresher Prince. Yeah, and then he final. was Fresh Prince, and that is ah. when Prince changed his name just to Prince. So, so if we get another Prince that comes along now, would he be the Fresh Prince? Yeah, he'll be the Fresh Will Prince. Smith yeah, would... and then, okay. and then. Will Smith will just be Prince, and then Prince will be um, King. Well, Prince isn't alive anymore, so he won't be anything. Oh yeah, so yeah, so it's all right. It kind of falls into, it kind of falls into alignment, I suppose. 
so we're all right. Yeah, I guess. Well, I can't wait for that to happen then. Yeah. Uh, shall we go to the socials? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, right, Becky C. No relation still to Jackie D. Yep. He's gone for Hadaway. What is love? Maybe don't hurt me. Don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. No, no more. more. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. That's a fucking good song, that. Yeah, is. it's a good, great song. Keza G, it was a good day by Ice Cube. It and was she did a select good a day. Second song. She selected a second song because we forgot to put last week's in. Do you want me to read it out? Yeah, go on then. Ordinary World, Duran Duran. Oh, God, that's... We just stuck to the one there, Keza. <laughs> ordinary World. And I would die yesterday. <laughs> Somehow I... We'll survive. Here we go. Yep. Keith Campbell, all that she wants, ace of yep. bass. She lives a lonely life. She lives a lonely life, yo. Motherfucker. <laughs> what a good. That's, uh, that's going in the air, vote. The vote. Uh, Chris Comrath has gone for Venus as a Boy by Bjork or Bay yep. Jork. She's known in um, Papua New Guinea. Yep. Honorable mentions will allow because it's him. Everybody hurts. REM. Yeah. It was a good day by Ice Cube. Passing me by by the Far Side. For tomorrow by Blur. And Wild Wood. Wild Wood by Paul Weller. Yeah. And Boom Shake the Room by Fresh Prince and the uh, Dazzy Death. Dazzy Death. Hey. Jazzy Jeff. Hey, he's dead jazzy, that. Hey, have you seen Jeff? Have you seen his new suit? It's dead jazzy. <laughs> That's how he's jazzy, name. that. <laughs> uh, San is done for Real Motherfucking G's by Eze. e Yep. Uh, Gav, who am I? Snoop Dogg. Who yep. am I? You're Gav. <laughs> forgot who he was, the silly son. <laughs> silly son. Uh, Brent Ultron, I Would Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. Yep. Hey, Jealousy by the Go Blossoms. Don't know what they are. Yeah. It's probably, I think it's the song that he sings down Fenway Park when he goes to see the Red Sox in Boston. Hey, how about those Red Sox, guys? How about those Red Sox this week? Hey, you think they're going to win? Hey, you think you're going to go to Fenway? Family pack this weekend. Yeah. Is that everyone? <laughs> Let us still visit, Frank. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone. <laughs> so, obviously, we've got to put in um, mine and your songs. But yeah. uh, what are the other songs, Stu, do you think? What are the other songs? That we well, we're going to have to have that. It was a good day by Ice Cube. Yeah. And I want uh, Hadaway's What is Living There. Okay. So, those on. are the songs. So, a poll will go up on Twitter. And you can vote for one of those. Stu, I've got two honourable mentions. Oh, ah. Uh. One song that we use in this podcast, No Limit by Two Unlimited. Yeah. And also the Christmas number one, Mr. Blobby. Oh, is that nice three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blobby, oh, Mr. Mr. Blobby. Blobby. Uh, last week's poll, we wanted your favourite film from 1993. Yep. In There was 14 votes in total. 
In fourth place was True Romance, 7%. Yep. A bit low, isn't it? Uh, this Boy's Life was third, Damn. 14%. Cool Runnings came second, 36%. No surprise that Jurassic Park won, which was my film. So I finally got one. Well done, Stu. Finally well, off the mark. Finally off the mark. I'd right, like to so. thank uh, Steven Spielberg and uh, a dinosaur park that goes tits up. Yeah, brilliant. And the new, have you seen the trailer for the new one, Stu? I have. I'm very excited. Oh, it, oh, it looks good, doesn't it, Stu? I really like the look of it. I want to see all the dinosaurs, especially those that live in the water. Still to come, uh, we've got news, including a very special report on junk emails this week, Al. Oh, we really want you to check your junk email folders from now on. Uh, we'll also learn about Cher and what she's up to as well. Yep. Uh, I take a trip down to Bagnails where I meet a very, very special guest this week down there. Good. Uh, Mike Reed's going to give us a few more tips. Uh, but we're going to just take a quick, short advertisement break to fund this show. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's Are you having trouble sustaining an erection? And you don't want to pay for those little blue pills? Well, here at Barry's, we've come up with Barry's Brilliant Boners, where we can help you sustain an erection. We take an ice lolly stick and two bits of sticky tape, and voila, an instant stiffy. Don't take my word from it. Listen to this very reliable customer. <laughs> 40 years of strong cider and scotch eggs is left with me with a permanent softy. <laughs> Thanks to Barry, I can see, sort of, what a lobon looks like. <laughs> so, if your wife has left you because you can't get a lob on anymore, why not call Barry for Barry's brilliant bonus and we'll provide you with a lolly stick and two bits of sticky tape. That's Barry's quality sort of guaranteed. And now it's time for the news. That's your birthday present sorted this year. <laughs> In each episode, Stu comes up with a new story, and we can always tell which one it is. And then he tells us a real new story, and I have to guess which one's real, which one's fake. It'll also give us some sports news, the weather, business, and pretty much whatever the fuck I know we want to talk about, don't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You got a spawn there, yeah. Yeah, it's all the same to me, son. So anyway, Stu, here are our headlines. Yes, here are your headlines. John Kay, the lead singer of Steppenwolf, has revealed he was actually born Toby Wilde. Oh, God. That took me a second, but very good. <laughs> Diana Ross was left red-faced in Yorkshire this week when she tried pushing in front in the Greggs. Someone in the queue said, Hey, you can't hurry, love. You just have to wait. I'm <laughs> very good. And to say, oh, this one's pretty bad. <clears throat> and to celebrate the life of Michael Jackson, McDonald's have released the McJackson Burger this week. 
It's a 50-year-old piece of meat in a 12-year-old bun. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Apologies to anyone that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought I'd take it a bit blue this week. Mm. Uh, pretty clean segment, this, doesn't it, Rich? Really? Yeah. So, before I'd show what scumbags we actually are. An American woman found this week that sifting through your junk messages every now and again can pay off. Laura Spears had an email sent to her junk folder, notifying her that she had won $3 million on the Michigan State Lottery. The 55-year-old from Oakland County in Michigan purchased a Mega Millions ticket on the Michigan Lottery website for a draw on New Year's Eve last year. She matched five numbers for a $1 million prize, but won three times the amount after purchasing the Mega Plier. Mega Plier. Mega Plier. Can we have a Mega Plier on this show somehow? Yeah, go for it. Good. Uh, Miss Spears said I saw an ad on Facebook that the jackpot was getting pretty high. So I logged into my account and bought a ticket. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. A few days later, I was looking for a missing email from someone. So I checked the spam folder in my email account. That's when I saw an email from the lottery saying I had won a prize. I could not believe what I was reading. I logged into my lottery account to confirm the message. I can't believe I actually won. <laughs> what she said. Yep. Uh, she claimed her winnings left uh, last week at Lottery HQ. Plans to share the money with her family and retire early. Ah. Oh. Lovely. I mean, wouldn't you just check the account anyway without even having that email? Because you yeah. remember putting it on, wouldn't you? If you saw the advert on Facebook, oh, shit, Jackpot's getting big. Yeah. I, I would check the same night. But... Yeah. Idiot. Oh, three million dollar idiot. Yeah. <clears throat> Lovely woman. So, did she actually win the lottery or was I making that whole thing up? No, nope, that one's real. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, story number two, Cher is yep. joining the cast of EastEnders after becoming a huge fan of the show. Oh, maybe this one can maybe. be real. It is, actually, Al. I thought <laughs> I'd catch it out here. Cher said, uh, I believe I began watching it in on, uh, BBC America when doing uh, my Las Vegas shows, and I couldn't get enough of it, man. <laughs> yeah. I was walking in Memphis when I got the call. From the producers, and I couldn't believe what I heard. I felt just like Jesse James <laughs> when the role was confirmed. So my character comes from a huge family of gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> uh, my character was strong enough to leave them all behind to start a new life in Wolford in London. With the character, I found someone who is determined to turn her life around and go in all or nothing to make it work. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to get started. If I could turn back time, I would have got in into this uh, years ago to ask for an audition. Uh, <clears throat> let me try and get into character. But I'm here now, so fuck it. 
just getting into character there. Cheers then, lads. My first scenes are on next week. Shoop shoop song. Lovely. Well, I think the one with Cher is made up. Disappointingly, I'd love to see her in EastEnders. Uh, you cracked as usual, Al. The streak continues. Um, Cher's not appearing in EastEnders at any point soon. Damn. And uh, Laura Spears won $3 million on the Michigan State Lottery. Well, well done, Laura. Been a lot of American accents this week. There has, isn't there? Hmm. Want a bit of sport, Al? Bit of sport. Yes, please. yes, please, my friend. Good, good, good. In the Chester Zoo hide-and-seek tournament, it was all going well for the leopard until he was spotted. Oh, yeah. Uh, a bit of travel for you, a bit of travel. Uh, be careful when crossing the road on Borealis Street in Croydon uh, today. Uh, I was there earlier, actually, coming back from the Bag of Nails. I saw an old lady trying to cross the street. Every time she stepped off the curb, she was nearly hit by a car. I said, there's a zebra crossing down there. She shouted back, well, I please having more fucking luck than I am. <laughs> yeah. In business, there's a new cryptocurrency called Decibel. You just yell into your microphone to get money. Definitely a sound investment. Yes, oh, yeah. And the weather will be grisly. Good. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Stu. So that Thank was you. in the news. Another one of them. Same time next episode. But now it is time to move on to Mastermind. Oh, I, oh, I. I. Mastermind. In each episode, Stu and I ask each other questions on a topic given by the other person. We are currently 1210 to Stu, and we are on the letter W, moving through the alphabet as we are. Stu, in the last episode, I gave you. WWE, all right? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I did. And you gave me? And, uh, I gave you William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Okay, do you want to ask me questions first? Uh, you can go. You, you ask me, go. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Stu, your chosen subject is WWE. Question one. Where are the WWE headquarters? The WWE headquarters are in Stamford, Connecticut. Correct. Would you like me to plan a route? Question two. What month um, was what month and year was WWE founded? The very beginning, not just WWE. WWF was founded in January 1953. Correct. Question two. Who is the current chairman? I mean, question three. Question three. The current chairman is Vince McMahon. Correct. Question four. How many employees... Um, are registered of, of, as of 2017. There are 850 <laughs> members registered. Are you reading this or something? No. I revised all day. You asked when I texted you earlier saying, are you ready? You said no. Oh, right. I just read that whole block. Oh, and no. question five, what was it originally called? World Worldwide Wrestling Federation. No, it was Capital Wrestling Corporation. Oh, originally, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant from WWE. No. Uh, fair enough. Go on then. I thought you were going to ask me about all the subdivisions they have. The podcast network. The no. Books. How old was uh, William Shakespeare when he died? Oh, shit. Um, 
52? Correct. Oh, you know. What was the name of William Shakespeare's wife? Oh, it was um, Hollywood actress Anne Hathaway. That's correct. Bit of an age gap, isn't there? Yeah. And the fact she's never met him. Weird wedding, that would have been. Uh, the year the production company built the Globe Theatre. Oh, 1578? No. I'm going to have to take that out. Yeah, go ahead. It was 1599. Yeah. Uh, Its first recorded works from William Shakespeare were based on which two kings? Uh, Richard III. Yep. Henry V. Oh, Henry VI. Oh, shit. Oh, that's Kostya. That's Kostya's game. (laughs) Uh, The final question. A Midsummer Night's Dream is set where? Ooh. And I uh, want Florence the there, not the contraire. Florence. That's Athens. Ah, poop pants wank bag. More victory on my part. Woo. So, Stu, that is now 13-10 to you. Got a tiebreaker? Yeah. I've got a tiebreaker for you. Here you go. Name three of the eight divisions. The WWE Podcast Network. Yeah. WWE Network. Yeah. And WWE Library. Yeah. You could have also had books. Uh, yeah. Music group, performance center, shop, and studios. Yeah, I didn't want any of them. Uh, your tiebreak was to name his three children. One was Hamnet. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember the other two. Two girls. Uh, Susanna Shakespeare, who later became Susanna Hall, and Judith Shakespeare, who later became Judith Quinney. Who later became Judith Chalmers. Uh, that is not true. No. Okay, Stu, moving on to the letter X. Um, what is the subject you have given me? Uh, the X-Men, Al. Oh, I've given you Xbox. Oh. Ooh, X-Men versus Xbox. that will be a good fight. So on yes. the next episode, it will be X-Men versus Xbox. That is Bastermind. Now let's head down the bag of nails, please. Oh, yes, please. I could do with a pint. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. In each episode, Stu or I take a trip down to London. Was he London? To the pub called the Bag O' Nails, and we meet a patron of the Bag O' Nails, and we get a recording of them. So, Stu, who did you meet this week? Uh, this week, I met Deginald Wright, um, down our favourite bruiser. Probably more better known as Elton John, of course. Oh, lovely. Uh, top bloke. Cracking songs. He's also obviously a Elton John impersonator, due to his name being Deginald Wright, not Reginald White. Oh. Or was he a impersonator still, or was he just going incognito and it was the real Elton John? No, he was definitely an impersonator out because I checked for the mole on his right buttock and it wasn't there. Okay, thank you very much. There's the tape. And click. Here I lads, Elton John here. Or you can call me Reg, whatever takes your fancy. It's up to you, I don't mind. Love this pub. Hear my tales of the bag of nails. You bastards. <laughs> Sorry, Reg, I'll stop you there. Is there any need for that language? Sorry, Stu, I won't do it again. I didn't mean to offend you, you snowflake. So anyway, my brother was at the library. And just for fun, he sang loads of my songs out loud. He refused to stop. When they, uh, when they asked him to, so they threw him in jail. Not sure when he'll get out, but I think it's going to be a long, long time. Oh, God, yeah. 
bought... <laughs> this is like one of your news stories. I bought my pet rabbit a treadmill the other day. It's a little fit bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, put... <laughs> I put lots of weight on recently. I've had to uh, start wearing oversized trousers. So it's goodbye, normal jeans. (laughs) Very good. Did you know none of my songs have copyright on them? So you can tell everybody this is your song. (laughs) I was at a restaurant and they asked if I wanted iceberg lettuce in my salad. I said, no, thanks. I'm a rocket man. (laughs) Got drunk at that Italian night here last Sunday down the bag of nails, didn't I? All I had to show for it was Penny M Regrets. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember during lockdown. Do you remember that lockdown? Do you remember it, Al? Do you remember? Can't okay. hear you. Can't hear you. Can't yeah. hear you. Oh, yeah. I had a Zoom call with my good friend Alice Cooper. We had a competition to see who could balance on one leg the longest. 30 minutes in and Alice fell down. I said, well, I guess I've won then as I'm still standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just before I go, as many of my fans know, I've lived in a mansion called Woodside that I purchased in the 1970s in Old Windsor. You know the one, don't you, Al? You stayed over that time. Yep. I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. Anyway, my home is on the border between the counties of Surrey and Berkshire. Historically, it was located in Surrey. In the 1980s, the county lines were redrawn, so the house was now in Berkshire. This was as a request of Royal Mail, as uh, many of my fan mail was constantly going missing. You see, my fans had difficulty spelling the address, and Surrey seems to be the hardest word. Oh, God. Anyway, I got a gig. You better go. See you, lads. Take care. Yeah? Love the show. Brilliant. Thanks, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Time for Mike Reed. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape audio of Mike Reed giving us a couple of top tips. Stu, you got some this week, have you? Tape. Thank you. And click. Afternoon, lads. Good to be be of service to you again. Got a couple of tips to get you through that thing you call life. In need of compliments? Well, arrange your own funeral. Show up in disguise. People will find out you're still alive later on, but not, but not go to your real funeral when the time comes. But who cares? You'll be dead by then anyway. <laughs> oh, you know. Compliment fishing. Go ahead. Speaking of fishing, want to go to the beach but feel safe in the sea and just go during shark week as all the sharks are busy then being on TV. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm off for a swim. See you later, lads. See you later. Thank you, Mike. Lovely stuff. So, Stu, thus brings to an end episode 43. 43. I'll leave you rang there, Al, because I'm not quite done yet. Okay, yeah. Go on, then. Al, as you know, I was in the jungle last week uh, yeah. for my annual jungle trip. Oh, yes. You know the one, start, start of March, off to yeah. the jungle. Every year. Um, anyway, as I'm walking through there this year, there's this massive fat rhino just laying there dead. And there's a little pygmy standing next to it. I'm like, what the fuck? I, mean, did, I said to him, did you kill that? Pygmy went, 
Yeah. And I said, all right, well, how did you manage that then? He said, well, I killed it with my club. Said, you killed that rhino with your club. How big's your club? He said to 60 of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did get lost in the jungle while I was there to speak out as well. Yeah. Luckily, though, I did find a compass. So I could sit there drawing perfect circles <laughs> all day long. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's the end yeah. <laughs> hey, Stu, last time I was in the jungle, I got a really bad headache and I couldn't find any uh, painkillers. I want to get to them parrots, mate. Yeah, well, the parrots eat them all. No. Uh. <laughs> Don't play hide and seek anyway. There's too many cheaters. Oh, elephants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Stu, um, to, to end the episode for you, I've got a little quiz um, for you. Ooh, do a little um, quiz. So this week's due, this weekend, I went to see the new Batman film called The oh, I really want to see that. I really want to um, see that. Very good, Stu. I enjoyed it. Um, so what I've got is I've been onto IMDb, and I've got the mm. top 10 rated comic book movies. Oh. Okay. Now, they're not necessarily in order because one, like, number four is rated higher than, it, than number two is, but it's like the top 10 films that they're saying that are comic book films, okay? okay so, Stu, okay. I'm going to give you 15 guesses. So you've got um, you've got a chance there of getting five wrong answers to get the top 10 comic book movies of all time. Okay? Away you go. Uh, so, Avengers, Infinity War. Number two, 8.5. Um, Avengers Endgame. Number three, 8.4. Spider-Man No Way Home. Number four, 8.7. X-Men. No, that's one life gone. Oh. Iron Man. No, it's two lives gone. Shit. Captain America Civil War. Three lives gone. Bloody hell. Black Panther. Four lives gone, Stu. You've got one last guess. Batman The Dark Knight. Correct. Number one, 9.1. Uh, Batman The Dark Knight Rises. Incorrect, I'm afraid, Stu. You are out. You got four out of ten. So you got the top four. Number five is Guardians of the Galaxy, 8.1. Number six, Joker, 8.4. Number seven, Avengers Assemble, 8.1. Number eight, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 8.4. Number girl. nine, Thor Ragnarok, 7.9. Number ten, Deadpool, 8.0. So, that was a good game, wasn't it, Stu? Nice, sensible game to end a podcast on. It's tough, that one. Tough. Long Batman, I am. Oh, don't call me Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's if... Uh... Oh, yeah, Bruce Forsyth was uh, Alfred, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we won't do that again. Oh, was it? The password. Two from the top, one from the bottom. Marvellous. Ooh, Bruce Wayne, you're doing a marvellous job. <laughs> oh, Brucey. You look smashing in your Batman suit, Bruce. <laughs> right. I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> so is her. B -b -b Batman, you look marvellous in, in that shiny armour. <laughs> so, if you would like to contribute to the next episode, we want your top three Batman characters. Or we want your 1993 pop culture reference. We didn't say that the other bit, did we, Stu? So we're reminding you now. 
then get in contact. We are stewandowlpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandowlpod. So that was episode 43. Good evening and good night. <laughs> I'm Batman. Um, I'm Batman. <laughs> and I'm Batman. <laughs> and I'm Batman I am. <laughs> and I'm Robin. <laughs> Right. Say goodbye, Stu. Bye, Stu. <laughs> oh, is it good? Goodbye.